0: It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership
1: required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. What a crazy week, a wild week with all the sports developments. Come on in. Meet Friday, and we got something special, as always, on the Traegers. Pulled pork sandwiches, baked green chili mac and cheese. Who's got it better than we do? Nobody. Absolutely not. Eight seven seven three dp show Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Nuggets, Heat, Game 4 coming up tonight. And it's the Nuggets favored by three and a half. Time to play the over-under game for tonight. Marv has been on a roll. He's been incredible. He must be butter. He's on a roll. I'm just bringing back a little Stuart Scott there. Booyah. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at Show. Good morning to those watching on Peacock. And if you haven't downloaded the app, please do so to watch this program. Our radio affiliates, I Radio. Fox Sports Radio. This first hour brought to you by the great folks at Discover Credit Cards. They do something pretty awesome. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned first year. So restaurants and trips, all of that doubled. See terms, check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Play of the day, pull questions, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Here we go. Over, under, tonight, game four. Over, under, the joker otherwise known as Nikola Jokic. Marvin.
2: 28 and a half. Pauly. 26 and a half.
0: Seton O'Connor. 29 and a half. Todd.
3: 30 and a half.
0: Blue, blue, blue. Oh, no. uh, Let's go.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That, that seems like a higher total than uh, yeah. you might expect for the joke. Running hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this might be back row, front row here today. Over under Jimmy Butler. Todd?
0: 25 and a half.
1: Seton
2: O'Connor? 27 and a half. Paulie? The must-win-ish game.
1: 26 and a
2: half.
0: Blue, blue, blue! One One to one.
1: One to one. Front row, back row. And it comes down to Jamal Murray. (laughs) Seton O'Connor? 25 and a half. Blue, blue! Let's go. We want our turn. Let's go. All right. All right. Bam Adebayo Jr. The third. I was kind of hoping for Michael Porter. That's more my guy. Like a nice 11 and a half for him. Yeah, you would go under. Uh, Bam Adebayo over under tonight, according to DraftKings. Marvin? 18 and a half. Paulie? 21 and a half. Crap. Seton (laughs) O'Connor uh 17 and a half god 16 and a half 20 and a half for oh, bam out of bio i'm not gonna give closest to oh. the hole no 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 well you gotta hit it head on here straight on
2: tyler hero bucket hat yes or no is that a
1: prop bet uh i haven't seen that as a prop bet i thought that he would be making an appearance and uh not been cleared you know you go back to when he was hurt and then they looked at the time frame they said well if the Heat get to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe at the end of that, if they get to the NBA Finals, should be able to play. And that's a guy who averages 20 points a game and gives you just another weapon instead instead of Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. All right, uh, what's the poll question for this uh, first hour Friday? Dan, we got a
0: bunch of options. The toddler, as as he loves to do, oh. he started on Thursday. He's keeping it going through Friday. He's, he's got a okay. bunch of them. Here. All right, toddler. Let's roll him out. Here we fun. go.
3: Now who wins the Stanley Cup final? Golden Knights, Panthers. Who's playing again? Was there a game last night? Oh,
0: oh that's not nice. come on.
1: Oh, come the on. Hockey
3: fans are going to get all upset. Come now.
0: on. That's not very nice.
1: The Panthers have won straight, uh, 10 straight overtime playoff games, second longest streak in NHL history. They're back in it. Florida has seven overtime wins this postseason. What other poll questions do we have?
3: Tonight, the Miami Heat go down 3-1 to the Nuggets. Even the series are two apiece. That's simple.
1: Oh, so there's nothing mean-spirited. Not in on that, that one,
3: anyway. No. I Either thought you three were going I thought choo-choo.
1: why not? Nobody cares.
3: Thought about that, but I figured <laughs> I did that for the hockey. You know, I don't need to do that for the basketball. Well,
1: I don't know. Balance it out. Yeah. Okay. What else do you have?
3: How worried are you? The Saudis are going to buy U.S. major sports teams. Very. I must admit, I've had a few sleepless nights. Not at all. <laughs> Very A few sleepless nights. Not at all.
1: Worried. I
3: worry the Saudis are going to buy U.S. major sports teams. Like all of a sudden, the Minnesota Twins belong to the Saudis. If you're okay with that, then that's fine.
1: Uh, well, I think it's going to happen. After uh, the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, yesterday, it certainly sounded like he's not closing the door on that. He just said you can't buy an NBA team as an entity. You have to have a person who is going to be the the focal point of. I'm sure they could find somebody who would be the focal point. But uh, a, a group can't buy, like the Saudi investment group can't buy an NBA team. What else do you have time?
3: When will Oklahoma softball team finally get the recognition they deserve? Sooners oh, or later?
1: God. Oh no, oh, Sooners. It, yeah, I got it.
3: Later. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, Sooners.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well.
2: it, It's too bad because I would love to spend a couple minutes on them and congratulate them because it was really good TV the past couple of days. But that means I'd have to engage Todd's <laughs> whole question. On it.
1: Yeah. And you don't want to do that. That's good TV. Yeah, yeah. it was live. Dynasty here, three in a row. It was impressive. What else do you have, Tom? And
3: the other one was Aaron Judge's toe injury is quite concerning. The guy's enormous. He can't play because his toe hurts? What? <laughs> and those are the poll questions.
1: Okay. What? So, yeah. what? Do we have legitimate poll questions, I think Seton?
3: The, I think that tonight, the Miami Heat go down 3-1 or even the series of two apiece is legitimate.
0: What else do you have, Satan? We, we could do that one. Uh, we have one that's infinitely more legitimate. That's probably <laughs> the topic of the day. Okay. Oh, boy. What's that? Do you believe in UFOs slash life on other planets? Ooh, mm-hmm. that's fun on yeah. a Friday. Yeah, let's go. Leow, Freaky Friday.
3: It's close of the third kind.
0: No, I got I, Thank you, John. That's funny. I couldn't place it. <laughs> Thanks for the
3: 1973
1: <laughs> yeah, reference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you see that video? Yes. Dude, that's crazy, right? Yes. When, when they can't come up with an excuse, that, and then they're like, we don't know what it is. It's like, okay. All right. Who thinks there's life on other planets or outside of our galaxy? are right. Seton, Marv, Fritzy? No, Paulie?
2: Life, like active life, people talking, people building well, I ships. don't
1: know. Life can be life. I would say, like, organisms. Yeah. Uh, people. Do you think there are UFOs? Nope. Hmm. Man, I do. Absolutely.
0: I mean, it's the idea that we're the only people doing this and how gigantic the
1: universe is. That seems crazy to me. What well, just feels like with this technology, we're finding new universes and new planets and, you know, all of this. There's a whole lot out there. But we're the only ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Todd?
3: I thought I saw him when I was eight, but it turns out my friend got this glow-in-the-dark frisbee from Whammo, and I just got all confused. It was actually not
1: a UFO after all. Is this going to be <laughs> sort <laughs> of... It could be. <laughs> is, this, is this going yeah, to be yeah, pretty to much down. the tone today? i settle down Because we're eight minutes in, and I'm already of me, tired man. of it. you got yes. a long way to go. Yes, yes, yes Pauline.
2: Here's what bothers me. Like this, this Vegas video, there's simultaneously a, a couple called about it, a, a a foreign being in their backyard right at the same time, the cops were in another place and they saw this like flaming thing come out of the sky and it was almost simultaneously. My problem with the possibility of UFOs is this. They're always landing in random spots in Nevada and New Mexico and Arizona. Mm -hmm. They never pull up to like times square in New York city. Like if I had a, a UFO and I was coming from another place, I wouldn't go to the middle of nowhere. I would just park it right in Manhattan. But
1: why do they want to be seen?
2: Why, well, why travel millions of miles to just flame around and then go away? Like, I'm going to take a peek at this this planet, and we're bailing.
1: I don't know if they want to be recognized or known or observed. But then,
2: like, they're tax base, Their people have got to be saying, why are we spending all this money on, on
1: space travel? I, I don't know if they are doing that. I don't know if those, uh-huh. those uh, UFOs, they're talking about all the money, the billions that they're spending our, on space Our travel. people would be. Yes, ours, ours would be. Like if be. we
2: flew to the moon and just circled and said, that's pretty cool, let's head back.
1: Yeah, got some pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's inhabitable. Yeah, Seaton. I think part of the theory with that
0: is there's this thing called light pollution, where out in the middle of nowhere, there's no lights, so you could see things more, whereas in the middle mm-hmm. of Times Square, mm-hmm. there's billions of dollars worth of lights on all the time, and you can't see things in the sky.
1: By the way, the Belmont Stakes, Segway, one of the most historic events in the world of horse racing. The uh, track has been uh, home of uh, multiple Triple Crown winners. American Pharaoh Justify, most recently. The uh, Canadian wildfires are putting the Belmont in jeopardy this weekend. Thursday morning, they had a training session. It was canceled due to the current air quality. It failed to pass safety regulations. The race isn't set to begin until late Saturday afternoon. But uh, right now, smoke continues to linger in New York and uh, passing the reported 200 air quality index threshold. So cancellation or postponement is a real possibility here. There is some hope. The Yankees pulled off a doubleheader against the White Sox yesterday. But there is some uncertainty with all the smoke. Now, it's dissipated, but the last couple of days... The sun was out. You just couldn't find the sun. And it was, when you did, it was orange or a, a strange yellow. But the sky was that same kind of color. Yes, Todd.
3: Hey, I got tickets to that. They better race. Mm, man. Hey, I got tickets to
1: yeah, that. Got that. 11 minutes in. Horses eat hay. It's Bel- a yeah.
3: Belmont horses. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, Pauly. Give us your uh, horse racing. I I, sound I don't want to participate. You don't. You know don't, I, you I don't want to be a part
2: of it. I don't know if I could. Are they worried about the jockeys or the horses? Horses. Because usually they don't worry.
1: They so, don't worry about anybody yeah. apparently. Yeah. But, oh, so they are concerned about horses. I would say they would be. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Just getting recent news, it feels like. Well, they might be only concerned about you know the uh, the patrons who are going, since you know you're going to have eighty thousand people there. Yes, Don.
3: And if the horses complain about the air no, quality be, no, and down no. the kvetch they come, is what would happen. Kvetch. Hmm. And down the kvetch they come.
1: How about how about we uh,
3: get a guess for the final? Take
1: round. it. No, no, just with well, that too. But how about take a twenty second? Should? yeah, yeah t- give me give me a 20 second. Can I second. stay in my seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. Just uh, I want you to slow down a little bit. I'm
3: not, no, on, I'm not on the steroids. Either,
1: don't like, don't waste all your good stuff in the first twelve okay. minutes of the show.
3: No prednisone, in me. It's weird.
1: Uh, no, nah, it's good. Or I don't know if it's good. Uh, so we we're gonna go with Todd's poll question, Seaton. Yeah, I think we're gonna go with
0: every single one of them as a matter. Of no, time. my God. Just
3: to <laughs> I say we still with Aaron Friday. Judge's toe. Was
1: Todd, was oh, Todd, something. when so, he's talking, you let him speak. Okay. I raised my hand. It's not good radio when you talk it's over. It's actually each other. terrible radio. It is. It. Sometimes when just you talk, it's terrible radio. <laughs> 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 Is the air quality affecting you? Yeah, internet?
3: it really is. Feeling feel it in my lungs a little bit. Okay. In my plums.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh
0: God. Todd. Save me. Stop.
1: Stephen's going to leave. T- Todd. He's threatening to leave. Todd. Marvin, can you turn off his his microphone? See, you're forcing me to take a break here. Okay? Man. It is a Friday. I'm going to take a break here. We'll come back. We'll settle on our poll question. Got phone calls coming up. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how the company has helped so many small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. And once again, it's a refund. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for a lot of small businesses, just like yours, with construction and retail restaurants, bars, hotels. And you might be eligible here. The, uh, and, and these are already paid taxes. So it's a refund on already paid taxes. It's not a loan. And uh, the people who are helping you don't get paid until you get paid. You go to GetRefunds.com to start the process. It's going to take you about eight minutes or so. Innovation refunds could help you get up to $26,000 per employee uh, to use as you see fit. Once again, no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they might be able to help you as well. GetRefunds.com or download the app at the App Store today. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Marvin's cookout playlist, the Rat Pack, your winner, edging Elvis Presley, as we looked at some of the iconic acts in uh, Vegas history. Marvin had to do a little research on the Rat Pack, realizing that it's not actually a band, a group. It's a group of individuals who sometimes perform together.
8: You learn something new every day? Yeah, you do. And these songs I'm familiar with, I just didn't know it was them that was singing these okay. songs. Yeah.
1: You might have heard these in commercials. Or movies, correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's the uh, Marvin Cookout playlist today that you voted on thanks to uh, my plan from Verizon. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. The uh, second hour of the show yesterday, we uh, spoke with the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver. He had a lot of interesting things to say. He talked about John Morant, and I said, does it matter if he was holding a toy gun in the second video? He had already been punished for the first one, and that was at a nightclub in Denver. And now you have this second video that came out, and then you had a report that said that was a toy gun. And uh, the commissioner said no. He treated the first gun as if it were a toy gun by taking it out in a club. And this second one, Whether it's a toy gun or not, it's the behavior. The commissioner also made some news by joking about John Morant at the end of the interview. You know what? I'm going to get Sandler to do a PSA for the NBA on an anti-carrying program. Thank
6: you. It could have a double meaning, by the way.
1: Yeah, the John Morant anti-carrying. Absolutely. I got it, commissioner. All right. By the way, Adam Sandler <laughs> carries the ball as much as any NBA player does. Sandler did reach out and say that it's not really a carry. It's just a hesitation. It's a carry, Adam. It's a carry. And Adam Silver, the commissioner, is aware of this as well. It's my job, my duty, to rid the NBA of carrying the basketball. Because it's all about the kids, and the kids are doing this as well. Grade school, junior high, high school, AAU, college, college. And then they get to the pros. We have to take carrying out of. You know, my job was to take traveling out of the NBA many, many years ago. And I did a, uh, a music video, by the way, at ESPN. It was called Don't Walk. It was about traveling. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do it for the young ones. Yes. I actually sang in an ESPN commercial. Yes, Marv.
8: Are you going to go see Adam Silver about this?
1: No, if, if he, he wants you? me to. If he wants me to. I would be, he has adopted a couple of things that I've asked him to look at. I said, basketball is a positionless sport. You don't need to have two forwards, two guards, and a center on every all-NBA team. And they've changed that. I said, how about a minimum number of games you must play in order to be eligible for postseason honors? He's adopted that. I talked about offensive goaltending. How about we get rid of it? Once the ball has hit the rim, you can do whatever you want with it. And I think he liked that one. Now, he did not like the flopping where I said, how about we put a scarlet (laughs) letter on players? His face, when I said that, I said, okay, Commissioner. You know, the players, when they flop, you know, how do we punish them? And I'm thinking a scarlet letter. I take a little F, like the Buckeye on the Ohio State helmet. And I put an F, and we sew it on your jersey. And you have to wear the scarlet letter because you flop. But he said... They're looking at handing out technicals if you flop because you're trying to deceive the referees. Game four coming up tonight in Miami. By the way, I have a gambling podcast. It's called Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. I have Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan, our graphics guy. And yesterday we recorded a new episode. And Bad Larry made a ridiculous claim yesterday. You know, the reviews are in, Larry. I think everybody universally thought you were (laughs) uh... (laughs) in. It
9: was child abuse, (laughs) Dan.
1: When I left you guys at the Man Cave... And I forewarned all the backroom guys. I said, hey, he's going to beat you at every game, just so you know. Three or four hours later, I meet them at a bar, the pit stop. I oh, walk nice in, and I don't see anybody. I just hear them yelling at each other. <laughs> so they're over at the pool table. They're just yelling at each other. I
0: think the uh, the argument you walked in on, Dan, was Larry saying that he could beat Michael Jordan in a free-throw shooting Sounds contest. Sounds about right.
9: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 15-foot jump shots till a $1,000 a shot till he quits. Yeah, right. Oh,
0: my that God. Is really one of of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You're an
9: idiot.
1: Okay. Bad Larry (laughs) doubled down on that. He said that he could shoot 15-footers for $1,000 each time, each shot with Michael Jordan until Jordan finally quit. Now, I said, well, Jordan shot 83% from the line. That's a 15-footer. Bad Larry was not detoured. He said that he could beat Michael Jordan in a shooting contest. $1,000. You're going to set that up? Well, i got to reach out to Jordan and see if he'd be interested in coming into the man cave to shoot against Bad Larry. I'm going to guess he probably has other things to do. Probably. Yes, Paul.
2: That, that is a boast you can make because you know the contest will never oh, happen. sure. It's like LeVar Ball back in the day. I could beat Michael. <laughs> Michael's not coming down. He's not leaving Charlotte.
1: Yeah. You can put it out there and you're like, oh, my God, you're talking tough. It'll never happen. But that's uh, Bad Larry, and the podcast is called Dan Patrick takes a gamble, and I did with these knuckleheads. And Shea and Irving is not allowed to drink anymore due to his, uh, his roommate, his uh, wife, saying that uh, he needs to shut it down for a month. So he was in a great mood yesterday. as you might be a <laughs> All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. By the way, we still have zero details on what is going to happen to the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. We don't know anything. These golfers in Canada playing at the uh, Canadian Open, they don't know. Nobody knows. We just know there's a merger here. Um, and I don't know if this commissioner keeps his job. You know, maybe maybe you keep him in there because they may say, hey, be like Roger Goodell. Take all the slings and arrows. Take all the criticism. And uh, And that's what the commissioner does in the NFL. <laughs> he takes all the criticism. He's he's employed by the owners. Well, if you're the you know the players on the live tour, maybe you want Jay Monahan still in there because he'll take all the heat. As long as you don't get Bryson DeChambeau in front of a camera talking about 9/11, you should be okay. Because you know then we get back to the sports cycle. This was big. This was a Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, and it was like whoa. Everybody was shocked. And then most of this week, we've been trying to gather information, see if anybody wanted to talk on on camera, on the radio show, publicly, and everybody's buying a dog. Nobody wants to talk. Now, I do understand some people in certain situations or positions, they're waiting to kind of find out exactly what is happening here as you move forward with this. Because right now, Greg Norman says, hey, we're going to keep the live tour. Okay. And then how are you going to coexist with the PGA Tour? It feels like they're going to have more group events because that's what the Live Tour is all about. It's, you know, you got guys individually, you got teams, and, uh, hey, we're going to have our team, our group against your team, your group, and, okay, that doesn't do anything for me unless that saves face for the Live Tour to say, yeah, we're going to keep this. That's part of the negotiations here. We don't know anything that's happening. And it feels like they might be making it up as they go along here. But uh, as it stands now, Friday at 9.30 Eastern, we have very little information on what golf is going to look like in uh, the next year or so. Yes, Was it Rory who said that he had been described
0: a loose framework of what it was?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I think it'd be a little more thought out than a loose framework. Yeah, I think you would say that. To you know your competitors, your 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 constituents, like hey, don't worry. This is why you don't need to worry. These players are worrying because they don't know exactly what this is. I mean, given the magnitude of
0: the decision, you you probably felt a little more than like, well, we got a general idea yeah. of
1: how this is going to look, but we'll get the details worked out. It's it's like you don't look at the map or directions, but you're going to kind of find someplace. And your wife says, well, why don't you pull over and get directions? No, no, I, I, I kind of I got an idea. And then you get lost, and then your wife goes, why didn't we just ask for directions? That's what this feels like. Hey, we're going we're gonna to head in this direction. I'm not sure how we're getting there, when we're getting there, and, uh, but it, it'll be okay. If I'm a player on the PGA Tour, I just want to know, we sold our soul. What's it mean? What do we get out of this? How does the game improve? Those would be the few questions I would start with. And once again, we've reached out to everybody from Jack to Tiger to Rory to Greg Norman to Phil Mickelson, everybody. And not that they owe me anything, but if they come on the show, I got some questions to ask here. Buddha in San Francisco leads us off. Hi, Buddha. What's on your mind today?
10: No, buddy. <laughs> GP, what a wild wild week I, I don't even i mean the the whole the whole mess and disorder that is golf right now i just all i could say is that the producer from full swing tweeted you better believe we have the cameras rolling and next season is going to be amazing but dan i want to say i was so appreciative of listening to your interview with adam silver like the clout and respect that you have in this industry was on full display like you said dan you can always ask good questions, but it has to be met and engaged yeah. with awesome answers. And that was like the, that was what happened yesterday. That was so awesome. And I just want to welcome you to the commission and the committee. And uh, I just thought I was laughing so hard listening to Adam Silver and the carrying comment. I was just like, I was just slow clapping you guys. It was beautiful. So <laughs> you guys have a wonderful weekend. Well, thank man. you, Buddha.
1: I appreciate the compliment. Yeah, a lot of reaction to that. But once again... The commissioner has to be willing to engage, and I appreciate that. If I'm going to ask you a question, I'm being respectful to you, but there's certain things that need to be answered, or at least we would like answers to. And he could have shaken off all of those. I mean, that's what commissioners do. They do really well where they don't answer, and I get that. But I wanted to be able to ask him questions where he was going to give me answers and not waste your time. Because that's what these these interviews, these questions are for you. Now, I, I mean, I get something out of it as well, the information, but if you're going to spend time with the show, I don't want you to listen to an interview and go, he didn't answer the questions. I'll ask the questions. If I don't get answers, then I cut short the interview. But yesterday, the commissioner did engage with me, and I appreciated that. Um And there were a lot of things to talk about, including the Saudis. Could they buy an NBA team? I didn't know that you couldn't, as a group, uh, the uh, Saudi public investment. He did engage with it. And, you know, could China do this? And and the answer is, if you have one person, not a group, then you probably can. I don't think he ruled out the Saudis or China or somebody else buying an NBA team down the road. You don't want to say, you know, never say never. I did ask the commissioner on disciplining Ja Morant, and this is what he had to say yesterday.
6: I also think it's important to point out that it, it, this is not about just discipline and then we'll just cross our fingers and then hope there's not a third time. I recognize that he needs um, some assistance you know, from the league office, his union, uh, his team. Um, He's no doubt. He's a remarkable player, and 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 I think he's a very engaging young man. It's one of the reasons he has this enormous following on social media. But it's a two edged sword, and he has to own that and take responsibility for it. And my my hope is that wherever we come out in terms of discipline, that there's a, a, a an acceptance that we need to find ways to engage with each other going forward to to so he can change the trajectory he's now on, which is not a positive one.
1: And that's what I wondered with the commissioner. If you do discipline him and then he's not around the team, he's not around structure at all, could it get worse? And he said yes. And he had this to say about basically kicking John ja Morant to the curb if you discipline him.
6: I want to find a way where, frankly, you know, he's not being kicked to the curb, but basketball will take a backseat. And first and foremost, we're going to focus on him as a young man developing as as a better person, as someone who's more responsible, particularly when it comes to guns. I mean, this is a really serious issue.
1: He's not 32. He's 22 or 23. And that's what I wondered. You can discipline him. And do I think it's going to be a pretty harsh punishment? Yes. I'm going to guess it's probably 30 games, maybe more. But he doesn't want to make him you know, the poster child for this. Like, I'm going to make an example out of you. I think you got to look at it case by case. What are we doing? What's it going to mean? How can he benefit from this to come back and be a better person representing our product? He's a businessman. The commissioner's a businessman. He's running a business. He doesn't want the, these kind of videos out there representing the stars of your game. And I think that's where you walk a very delicate line of I'm going to punish you, but am I helping with the rehabilitation of you? It's like when Calvin Ridley got suspended for a year and it cost him $11 million for gambling. Is the NFL helping him understand exactly what he's doing, what he did, and that's why I would rather have him talking to the rookies than Tom Brady or Peyton Manning talking about gambling? I want somebody who actually got in trouble, who learned from it, or hopefully they learned from it. Not Tom Brady and Peyton Manning talking about it's a privilege to play in the NFL. Yeah. But this is what I did, and it was really stupid. And you know what? you got to be aware of this. and And you can't gamble here, and you can't do that, and you can't be in a fantasy league. Like, Calvin Ridley, to me, would have been great. And that would have been part of your punishment in your rehab that you come back. And talk to these rookies at the rookie seminar. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today?
8: What up, dude? One time for Chat Row, two times for my Backroom Bros. Uh, Mars playlist. First of all, unsolicited testimony. I got Verizon. They're excellent, man. They really are. You de- you're dealing with a really, really good company. Um. Listen, that interview yesterday makes me think that it's going to be some different stipulations in order for Jada to come back along with suspension. Like you said, that was a great, great interview. He sounded like a father that was very, very upset at the situation.
1: Yeah, I think, now, that's, question, I think that's a valid point, Jeff, that it, it did sound like Adam Silver was just a disappointed grown-up with, with a child.
8: i tell you. He's probably the most transparent commissioner that I can remember. He really talked to you yesterday. That wasn't an interview. That was like a real conversation, us coming behind the scenes, which leads me to ask this question. Who was more pumped after the interview yesterday, Fritzy for the get or Paulie because he knew he had something special? That interview was kind of like a Thanksgiving turkey. You can carve it up three, four days later, you're still eating off of it, drop the bone in the pot, and you got broth. I mean, that was excellent, man. You
1: Thank Double you, build. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Fritzie had worked on that for a couple of weeks. And he would just remind me that hey, I am still working on it. And I said, you know, if this game or this series only goes like five games, I don't want to miss out on the commissioner with what's happening with the Saudi Gulf uh, investment company and what's happening with John Morant. And the uh, commissioner, you know, said, "Hey, Thursday at 10:20, I'll be on the show." I said, "All right, good." Yeah, Pauline.
2: And the timing of when we get certain guests really affects the interview. If we had Commissioner Silver a week earlier, we wouldn't have asked him about the live tour. I mean, PJ hadn't happened yet; you wouldn't even had that topic to broach. Or John ja Morant, maybe he wouldn't have been as comfortable talking about it a week earlier because the NBA Finals was just getting rolling. Like the timing of when we got him could have been beneficiary.
1: Yeah, but you know that's the thing. Sometimes is you've got to work a little bit longer to get some of these uh, you know people who are you know busy and uh, harder to get in demand. And I appreciate Adam Silver, that he makes himself available, and, and he is open-minded about things. Because whether he based a decision or at least a topic on the conversations that we've had, including positionless basketball, you should have the five best players, first team, five best players, second team, five best players, third team. Not, hey, you're a center, you're the third best center, you're third team all NBA. That's not fair to the best players in the game. And also, you know, some of the other things. I joke with him about carrying, but it's out of hand, pun intended. And, and I think that fans are bothered by it. And maybe it's get off my lawn, people of my generation. I just think it, it's almost, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be called. It's like there was a pitch ca- uh, clock for decades. It just wasn't called. And then all of a sudden, they're going to call it. Or a sticky substance, and the pitchers are like, What's going on here? What well, it's been in the books, they just didn't enforce it. And the same with the NBA, it's there, they choose not to enforce it. I just, if they're not going to enforce it, then just tell us. I'm fine with that. You're not going to call traveling, just tell me. Take it out of the rule book, carrying, just take it out, you know, get the jaws of life to extract it out of the rule book, and I'll be like, Okay, fine. You can carry all you want. And the one person who will be happier than anybody else will be Adam Sandler. Because Sandman can't get by anybody unless he's carrying the basketball. Yes, Paul. but We've seen <laughs> him play.
2: He, star power, he never gets called.
1: I call him out for it. I go, that's that's a carry. Right as he's dribbling. And I go, Sandman, carry. And he goes, no, it's not, Danny. I say, I don't care if you're Sandman or not. That's a carry. He calls it a hesitation <laughs> he dribble. <does. laughs> he Yes. He- Yeah, Uh, you don't like my hezzy. I go, no, I don't. You're hezzy. Play of the Day is up next. More phone calls as well. The possibility of the Saudis buying an NFL team. We'll discuss that next hour here on the program. Back after this. Simple, safe, simply safe. Best home security system of 2023, 2022, 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. You get those honors and you probably say, let's uh, kick back here a little bit. Rest on the laurels. Nope. They continue to be innovators. How about next thing? The big next thing for 24-7 safety, two-in-one smoke and CO detector. Now, what that does is it distinguishes between a fire and cooking smoke, so your home is protected and you get fewer false alarms. Simply safe, 24-7 professional monitoring service. Trained agents stand by waiting to respond. They can uh, dispatch the police, firefighters, EMTs to your door. And the monitoring service cost under a dollar a day now it's easy to set up yourself but you can also have a certified technician install it for you no reason to wait you can get 20 percent off your new system when you sign up for interactive monitoring visit SimplysafeDan.com. there is no safe like simply safe thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iheart radio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
4: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker
9: Oh my god. The play, the play. of the day. Front left side. Got it.
10: Play it, and play it. This is the play of the day.
9: Check this out. And she hits one deep to center field. Coleman went up and took it away again. Dana Coleman did it again. She took away a three run home run from Kaylee Harding. Timed it. Snagged it. Stole it. She is the greatest show on dirt, and her name is Jada Coleman. Are you kidding me right now, Jada?
1: That's courtesy of the franchise, 107.7 in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, back-to-back-to-back, went 61-1, and and that winning percentage, the best single-season mark in Division I history. I watched a lot of that last night. Very impressive team, and they got just about everybody coming back. Good luck against Oklahoma. Play of the day brought to you by the all new Traeger Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. It's here and it is ready to help you. Traeger Flat Rock, explore new flavors. You can do flapjacks, fajitas, stir fry. You can cook it all and you can have a great summer. It's your uh, dream outdoor kitchen that you've always wanted. And you can uh, take a gander at all the products at Traeger.com. Remember, use the promo code DP show at checkout to get free shipping. Dakota in Indiana. Dakota, welcome to the program. How you doing? Good, sir. What's on your mind?
9: Hey, I was wanting to know: can we figure out if the cone of silence still works? I mean, Richie's got the. Oh, sounds like he's got the, the area. You know, air quality almost as worse as it was in New York a couple days ago. So
1: okay, um, I'm going to trust you for the next two hours.
3: That's fair. You should.
1: Two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, make sure. You yes. That in two <laughs> hours and ten minutes. Be a brutal ten. Can I trust you? You can. Okay.
3: I think I've settled down over the last half hour or so. Okay, well, you
1: were scolded. I was scolded yeah, a little bit. Really? Well, I I told him to take a twenty second timeout. That's all. Sometimes I mean, that's, that's not, all it takes. No, but that's a scold to Todd, it just is. so you know.
3: That's a that's a
6: weekend ruiner.
1: Whenever I go, oh, okay, Todd, I mean, come on, stop.
6: Okay, all right.
1: But you're good. This, it, this doesn't bleed into the weekend. Where, you know, There's mom, a
3: big difference between 20 second timeout and, uh, and come chat with me for a moment on the other or, side of the glass.
1: You know, I get a call from your wife. You know that Todd's you know having a bad weekend because of something you said to him.
3: He's despondent. We're supposed to have a party for a kid's graduation. He won't leave his room. What'd you do?
1: No, we. I've had conversations with Todd's wife before. Just to let everybody <laughs> know, you have. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh. John in Brooklyn. Hi, John. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Um, Wanted to ask, uh, just
10: as you kind of like being a fatherly figure, um, my wife and I are expecting baby number two, and I'm curious if you have any advice for number two. And I also have a trivia question uh, tied to the Zion um, news that
1: came out yesterday. I thought Uh, that segment was hilarious. Oh, boy. Okay. What's your trivia question?
10: Trivia question: You could go over
1: under. What NBA player has
10: produced the most children, and/or how many how many children did that NBA player produce? Uh,
1: I don't know who is the Nick Cannon of the NBA, uh, or Philip Rivers of the uh, NBA. So um, I, I'll will ask Marv to uh, do some research on that. I'm on it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, as far as your second child, um, you know, that's not as big a deal, too. And then we got to three, and then we immediately went to four. Like, we didn't like the, the numbers on three, and then we you know, had a fourth. But uh, one to two, I think zero to one is huge. But then after you have the first, then you know sort of what you can and can't do. Yes, Bone.
2: The biggest advice is almost basically what off you said with a second child. It, you've done it before, it's not as novel, it's not as new. What, what I find you what I found myself doing was taking less videos and less pictures
1: mm-hmm. fewer I guess yeah. if, right, fewer yeah. p-
2: pictures. And I found when I look back and put stuff together, I've got half as many pictures of my second child as my first. Try to be wear, aware of that because the second child is now asking, how come I don't have pictures of my third birthday party and there's 75 pictures of the older daughter's birthday.
1: by the way, uh, Sean Kemp is the name that comes to mind. as far as the Nick Cannon of the NBA. I don't know what the numbers are there, but uh, sorry, John, can't help you with that. Uh, Let's see, uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Garrett in Salt Lake. Hi, Garrett, what's on your mind?
9: Hey, good morning. Um, Two things. The one, I called in earlier in the week and proposed a potential poll question about people replying more with aloha or what up though,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and
9: it sounded like I broke Ryan's spirit, so... Just wanted to apologize for that.
1: Okay. I think he'll be okay. Uh, all right,
9: cool. All right. The second thing is I uh, kind of wanted to talk a little bit of PGA. Um, great interview yesterday with Commissioner Silver. Um, commissioner Goodell obviously reports to the owners. Um, commissioner Silver seems like a NBA, like a player's commissioner, obviously. Mm. But then there's Commissioner Monaghan from the PGA and, you know, you'd mentioned that when there was a proposed change in leadership, the the tour professionals, like, welcomed that. They they stood up and applauded. Who does the PGA commissioner report to? Like, I've, I've never heard that explained. I haven't looked at it. And now is he propped up by the Saudis? Is his backing, like, he's going to just stay in the role instead of being forced out? Or I don't know who
1: he answers to. Uh, Garrett, but thank you. Uh, maybe we can do some research on that. But I don't, I don't know if the commissioner has to answer. I'm sure he does. You would think that he's got a couple of policy boards, but I don't know if that's, that's all he has to uh, appeal to. This is the business of sports, the business of that sport. And I'm going to guess that you've got checks and balances here that you know, he has to account for. Uh, big checks and balances. Yes, Marv?
8: I just found out that Calvin Murphy has the most children. Oh. With 14. 14. To-
1: well, congratulations. Wait a minute, Calvin.
8: Yep. He was also on it. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right.
0: See what you did there.
2: Remember, he was one of the greatest free, free throw shooters. Yes, in he was. Show. His shooting percentage is immaculate. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. 14 kids. What? Man. so you're you're at 13. You're like, man, you know what? It's kind of quiet around here. It's getting a little quiet.
8: Yeah, I'm sure he didn't uh, say that.
2: How do we know? What's your
8: name? 14 kids with nine women, by the way.
1: How many kids does the uh, what's his name, um, Nick Cannon, have? So you got 10, 11?
5: Not two, not three. <laughs> we'll keep counting next hour.